time to celebrate. <laughs> communion is not somber. Forever, communion was, oh, look at how bad I am. Look how far I fell short. Oh, Lord Jesus, please, you know, have mercy and grace. You show me where all the hidden junk is. <sighs> I don't have hidden junk. I am a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. I have a new heart, a new spirit, and the Holy Spirit. I have reason to celebrate. <laughs> Communion is not a time to look at your failures. God doesn't even look at your failures. Why would you spend time looking at your failures? <laughs> he sees that you have been made more than a conqueror. You glorify him whether you like it or not. <laughs> he lives in you. He lives through you. He is always at work in us and for us. So with communion is a time to celebrate this brand new covenant where we are the beneficiaries of a brand new kingdom. We do not live in the darkness. We don't live under the power of sin. We don't live there. We died to that. That's why we celebrate communion. Jesus died and he took us with him. <laughs> the old us is gone. He's always, always growing us and perfecting us outwardly because we've already been made perfect inwardly. That's reason to celebrate. We can always come to our Father, even if we feel like we just failed really big. doesn't matter. Not you. Not too long ago, I had to have a, a crown replaced. I went to a new dentist. And they put on a temporary crown. And in, in three days, it fell off. <laughs> and so I called and said, this fell off. I need it fixed. And they said, too bad, so sad. <laughs> Nobody can see you, and no one's going to help you for at least three weeks. I said, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> And the lady was very professional, but I did use my mommy voice. <laughs> and I heard the Holy Spirit go, <clears throat> does that glorify Jesus? No. <laughs> That's just my flesh head who's mad. <laughs> so I told the lady, I'm sorry. <laughs> I called for help. I expected that you would help. And now you're telling me there's no help for me. So I'm not happy about that. <laughs> and she said, you can call back on Monday. So by Monday, the crown, because they told me, get your own dental stuff from the grocery store and shove it back up in there. You can't see what the heck you're doing. <laughs> I have no idea if I got it on there right. <laughs> but by Monday morning, it was in pieces. So, so I called again. And I said, this is who I am. And I called and I yelled at somebody. And I'm sorry I yelled at somebody, but this thing is broken. <laughs> Can you get me in? And they said, well, we'll have to, you have to get special permission. Okay, fine. <laughs> so they handed me off to somebody who said, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I spent three days being mad for nothing. I was irritated with myself. 
why am I so mad? Because I don't do mad. <laughs> I don't like mad. So this isn't coming from me. This mad is not coming from me. This mad is coming from my expectations of my brain. My brain said, this is not right. <laughs> and my spirit said, your daddy's bigger than that. <laughs> your daddy's bigger than that. Just because they say there's no help doesn't mean there's no help. <laughs> but it was a very clear distinction. Why am I mad? My spirit man was not upset. My spirit man was not angry. My spirit man knew that God had everything under control. My spirit knew the truth. So I had this peace in here and this anger up here. <laughs> and God said, you just had an expectation. And they failed to meet it. That's all it is. And your brain wants to help you be mad. But you see, I knew the real me wasn't mad at all. The real me was trusting my father. I just needed to be reminded in my mind <laughs> of my true identity and where anger actually resides. That kind of stuff resides in our flesh. It's not us. And when you see it for what it is, you go, that's stupid. <laughs> that's a waste of time. <laughs> because I know in whom I have believed, and I know what he has made me to be. And just that fast, Holy Spirit corrected my attitude with that lady. You shouldn't use your mommy voice on her. You're not her mommy. <laughs> I apologize. It was that fast. It was just that fast. Now, it took me three days to get over it. <laughs> but that's the power of our flesh. That's the power of our flesh. That's not the power of our and when we go to a father and we say, what is wrong with me? He's going to say, there's nothing wrong with you. There's only something wrong with the way you think. The situation brought up an expectation that was unmet. My father is bigger. My father is better. He has a way to get me whatever it is I need. So that's why we celebrate, because we have this new identity. We are not what our flesh had become up with. That's not who we are. That's why the Apostle Paul said, renew your mind. He doesn't say renew your spirit. He doesn't say, there's something wrong with who you are. You need to change who you are. You can't change who you are. Thank you. <laughs> I tried forever to change who I was until I found out he's made me spiritually perfect. That's why we have reason to celebrate. Our Father never sees us as defective. Now, he understands when our thinking is defective because <laughs> we forget who we are and whose we are. So easy to forget. But when we understand who we are and whose we are, faith comes. Faith is activated. My father is bigger. My father is better. I don't have to worry about this. God's got me. I belong to him. He's going to work everything out, turning all things for good. Are all things good? No. <laughs> <laughs>
It's being told, too bad, so sad, good. No. <laughs> but he turns all things. Amen? Not too long ago, I was talking to a family member, and I recognized that they didn't understand how to use their faith. I have a relative who's a believer, and we were talking about just a little bit about Jesus and stuff. He is a different denomination and has a different theology than I do. He's saved. If he likes his theology, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not there to poke him with a stick. <laughs> and uh, he brought up healing. And he said, sometimes God does and sometimes God doesn't. That's not what the scripture says. He says, all that faith teaching, he says, that's just nonsense. I thought, oh, I remember being there. I remember being at a place where my church didn't know if healing was God's will. It was sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't, so cross your fingers. <laughs> Instead of understanding that healing is in the atonement. Everything we need for life and godliness is in the atonement. Everything we need is in the atonement. You know what that means? It means it's a finished work. That means God has already said yes and amen to every promise. Every promise is yes and amen. Yes, and you can have it. But guess what? They don't show up just because you asked for something. I asked our teenagers a few weeks ago, how do you get something from God? And they're kind of like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I, I guess you ask for it. <laughs> I said, so if people ask for it, God just answered that prayer because they asked for it? Because I know a lot of people who are mad at God because they asked God to do something and they say he didn't do anything. So they're mad now. <laughs> you see, that's an old covenant kind of concept. If I ask God, he's going to now do something. The new covenant is completely different. He has already done everything. He has already set the table and said, come freely, eat freely, whatever you have need of, believe to receive. The word says, when we believe, when we pray, we receive. And then it says, you shall. Out there. <laughs> You shall have it. That was also under the Old Covenant. That was Jesus talking under the Old Covenant. So, But now it's every promise is yes and amen. It's already supplied. But how do we get it? By believing we already have it. Even when it doesn't feel like we have it. <laughs> when we believe that it is a finished work, that everything is on the table, the table is set. Whatever you have need of is already yours. But how do we get it? Taking it. <laughs> By taking it. We have to take it. <laughs> because it's in here in the spirit. It's in here in the kingdom. And we want to let what's in here out. We want it to manifest. So it isn't like it's in heaven. And now we're going to take it from, no. Kingdom is in here. Christ is in here. Everything we need for life, we got right in here. But how do we get it out? 
we take it. We lambano it. Lambano means take hold, hold, not just take, because this is what I used to do. I used to take my Healy, and then I would look and see, am I better? Nope. <laughs> and I put it back. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing that. <laughs> I can't tell you, looking back, God showed me, look, you were healed here, and you were healed here, and you were healed here. You kept receiving your healing and then putting it back because it didn't feel any different. Because you don't get healed by feeling. You get healed and you hold it. <laughs> you keep it by belief that it's already yours. He's already said yes. The answer is yes and amen. On the night that he died, he took bread. And he said, this is my body. It's just broken for you so you never have to be broken. You can always be healed in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in your finances, in your relationships. We take it and believe, not only for us, but for those we love. Those we love. They can receive through us, through our believing. Like the lady with the um, demon-possessed daughter. The demon-possessed daughter wasn't there. When this lady came to Jesus and said, my daughter. He said, your faith has healed you. Go. She's healed. That lady had to decide right there and then, is my baby healed or not? Because <laughs> I can't see it. I have to believe it because he says so. We are the healed. We are the provided for. We are the blessed. And we have the kingdom. And the kingdom works for us and for those we love, for all we pray for. This is the body of the broken body of Jesus, of the new covenant. Amen? Same night, blood of the new covenant. One of the gospels says, take and drink it all. I love that. So often, when people think of the cross, they think it's, oh, it's just for the forgiveness of sins. <laughs> it's absolutely the forgiveness of sins. But it's everything else, too. It is the kingdom. It is everything we have needed. And it's ours. We believe, we receive, and we partake. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we are new creations in Christ Jesus. And you are continuing to renew our minds to the reality of who we really are. We are sons of God called to rule and reign in our own life and in our own body and in our own occupations. You call us to rule and reign in and through your very life and presence. We thank you, Father God, that you have made us sons of the kingdom rulers with power and authority. You call us to resist, to resist our stupid flesh heads, to resist anger that's ridiculous. You call us to resist fear. You call us to resist sickness and disease. And Father God, we thank you because of Jesus. 
because he lives in us, we have the power to overcome every obstacle and every attack. We thank you, Father God, that you have made us more than conquerors. You have conquered this world. You have conquered sin. You have conquered Satan. And it's all under our feet. Help us, Father God, to remember and to believe that we receive of your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Mark Testerman, Senior Pastor of Triumphant Grace Ministries. I want to say thank you for listening to the finished work gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that the good news found throughout the message has richly encouraged you in the love of the Father. Friends, this podcast is supported by the generous financial support of its listeners. And if today's message has ministered to you, then would you consider a gift that ministers back to us? You can text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 833-632-1315, or you can visit triumphantgrace.com and donate through PayPal or credit card. The cornerstone scripture for Triumphant Grace Ministries is found in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 14. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Great grace, such grace, triumphant grace to you. God bless you.